This is your wake-up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club. The show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother... Being a... Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Tonight is a Hollywood's Halloween, right? The Met Gala. The Met Gala. Met Gala, that's right. Yeah, it's Hollywood Halloween tonight. That's when they all dress up and have a trick-or-treat party. I was reading an article about that, about how it's so stressful for people to go to the Met Gala, and a lot of people aren't going this year. Why is it stressful? They all rich and can afford nice outfits. I guess it's hard to find nice outfits. Some people get them tailored-made. What it is is with Anna Wintour, who was the editor-in-chief of Vogue for such a long time, I guess she has to personally approve every single person that comes. If you're bringing a guest, you have to approve that person. And then she does the whole seating arrangements. And then she also, as far as the red carpet, there's like a whole order of when you're allowed to go on the red carpet. So she picks and chooses who goes when and certain people get and it's just very stressful mm. when you go. So it's just one big uh, mean girl party basically. Exactly. Oh, okay. That's what okay. it seems got like. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I had a wonderful weekend. I um, started off in, the, in Kentucky to the Kentucky Derby. I just had to do shows, parties. I didn't go actually go to, to the Kentucky, to Kentucky Derby. None of y'all Negroes did except for Diddy. Yeah, Diddy. I see Bobby <laughs> oh, Brown there. Wait, wait, Bobby Brown was there. Wait till you hear this front page news story. Um, about the Kentucky Derby. But I took my son to his first baseball game, my uh, four-year-old, Jackson. He, we went to see the Yankees play. And then I took him to a car show. He loves car shows. So Sunday there was a bunch of car shows going on in Jersey. So I just drove to a bunch of car shows, and he, he was he was very excited. So my weekend was very busy. What about you guys' weekends? I did a panel called Shattered Glass, and that was for the women's satin uh, shattered backboard Jordans that came out. So that was fun. And then I got sick. And I was sick all day Saturday. I didn't leave the house. I was laid in the bed all day. And I'm finally feeling a little better. Oh. Sickness in the morning or just regular sickness? Regular sickness. I think uh, somebody who works here was mm-hmm. sick for a few days. Oh. And I think I got some of those germs. So, Because oh. I, I had the same uh, things. Like I had a really bad sore throat. Oh. I was fatigued. Okay. I couldn't get out of the bed. Oh. What about you, Charlamagne? Y'all all sound like y'all had a event for weekends. I did nothing. I watched okay. Dear White People all weekend. Okay? That. That's what I was doing. I was at home binging Netflix, watching Dear White People minding my goddamn business. Ain't nothing wrong with too. that. And shout out to Donald Glover because he put out that video over the weekend as well as doing Saturday Night Live, and it was amazing. I definitely watched that video. We had some discussions about that video. I thought uh, visually it was a great piece of art, but I got uh, I got questions. Oh, Lord. I got questions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, but that's, what, that's what art is supposed to do, right? It's supposed to make you think. It's supposed to ask, make you ask Absolutely. questions. Absolutely. Think outside the box. Yeah, everybody's got all these different meanings of what they thought the video mm-hmm. uh, the video the video was you mm-hmm. know I felt like he should have he should have had a white man shooting all the black people who were enjoying themselves having a good time I didn't like the optics of a black man doing it but we can talk we can discuss okay yeah. I all thought right. he was supposed to be America when he said this is America so you, can, just- you can't you're black 
Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about it some yeah. more, I'm sure, and, and the rumors coming up. But we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to. Let's talk about the Kentucky Derby. Now, I know y'all think there wasn't no black people at the Kentucky Derby, but we'll tell you a great story about what happened over the weekend. All right. And Styles P will be joining us this morning. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now, NBA recap playoffs. Game four, Warriors beat the Pelicans 118-92. What the heck is that? Also, the uh, Rockets beat the Jazz 187. Now, tonight, the Celtics play the Sixers, and the Cavs play the Raptors. Now, where do you want to start, Yee? Let's talk with the Kentucky, start with the Kentucky Derby. A woman from Austin, Texas, actually bet $18 at the Kentucky Derby and won $1.2 million. She did this pick five wager, and she picked Justified to win the Kentucky Derby, but she also selected the winners of all four races that led up to the main event, so all five of them. Uh, and she won $1.2 million. Wow. So congratulations to her. She doesn't want to be identified, but there's pictures of her. And yes, she is a black woman. So did she know the horses or was it guess? She said she actually did study it. She studied and, it? Okay. Yeah, and was able to make decisions. But she said even that's never a sure shot anyway. So she was able to pick all five winners. Well, congrats to her. Have you ever? I know you probably went to horse racing before, haven't you? I ain't never been to no goddamn no. horse race. Why the hell would I want to go to a horse race? I thought maybe you had. What about you, Yee? Never. Oh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You got to pick trifecta to who comes in first, second, and third, or who comes in first and second, or the winner. It's 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 a lot of odds. It's a lot of fun. I did it when I went to uh, college when I went to It's Hampton. probably really fun when you win, too. I didn't win that much. <laughs> I've been to a pit bull fight. You ever been to one of those? Nope. Great. Should be an Olympic sport. All right, now let's I'll talk pass. about uh, Donald Trump. Now, he was speaking at an NRA convention in Dallas, and he had this to say about the result of Kanye West praising him. African-American unemployment has reached another all-time in history record low. In history. Kanye West must have some power because you probably saw I doubled my African-American poll numbers. We went from 11... To 22 in one week. Thank you, Kanye. By the way, that's not even uh, a, a real data. Like, you can go look on uh, CNN media and they have a headline how Trump's false claim about African American support happened. Like, he's just making up statistics. Yeah, it says that the 11% boost is based on polling only black men for what it's worth. Yeah, and they polled under they polled less than 200 black men, and they were selected. The people that they polled were actually selected. Now, Donald Trump is also making some threats on what he has to do in order for this country to be great. Here's what he had to say. We are fixing and building walls now, but we need much more money. We're doing the job, right? We're going to do the job. And we may have to close up our country to get this straight because we either have a country or we don't. And you can't allow people to pour into our country. We have to have borders. If you don't have borders, you don't have a country. We either have a country or we don't. <laughs> I'm, what is he I'm so confused. Well, we just all on a big plot of land here. <sighs> Pretty much. What did that mean? We're just all on a big plot of land in various regions. We don't. We either have a country or we don't. Now I gotta give you guys this update on the E. coli contaminated romaine Still? lettuce. Still. Still. So far, one person has died. Now that's, that's the first crazy. fatality. An unidentified person in California, and a, a total of 121 people in 25 states have been sick. So just. Make sure you stay away from romaine lettuce right now. E. coli confuses me because we tell people to stay away from romaine lettuce, but then we encourage ass eating. So what, what, what is it? Is it the lettuce or the dookie on the lettuce? The that's dookie causing on the people lettuce. to die. It's the dookie on the what lettuce. What about the sure. dookie in people's buttholes when people are eating ass out here I in don't encourage you to do that. There's a lot of people that got was in contact with buttholes this weekend. Well, it shouldn't be dirty buttholes. <laughs> it should be clean buttholes. Hey, man, that. E. coli's on everything, whether y'all want to believe it or not. Okay? All right, well, that bacteria <laughs> normally lives in the intestines of animals, which includes cows and pigs. So maybe it's the combination maybe it's of a coli and human. lettuce. Maybe it's animal 
feces. Maybe it's animal and feces. That is human. very true. This is disgusting. Why are we that talking about this true. Monday morning? And it's now, six in that's the, morning. the taste test we need to have. Remember back in, remember how they used to have taste tests with Coke and Pepsi? Let's have a cow's butthole and I'm a human butthole. What's wrong with you? Eat one, eat the other, and see which causes you to get sick. Come on. Goodness gracious. All right. Great. That's front page news. Is butts always on your mind? Like, is that the first thing on your she mind? What is a coli. Where does the coli come always out of? Always on What is the coli? Where does the coli derive from? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you don't want to talk about butts this morning, huh? Maybe that's what you that's what you just, just don't want to do, and you just want to vent a little bit. Or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The mother mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up? This is Mike from Brooklyn. Mike, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I don't really got nothing to get on my chest today, man. Just want to wish everybody a good day. You know what I mean? It's Monday, so nobody ain't pissed me off yet. Give us some time. You know I mean? That's a fact. You know, I just, um, just want to wish everybody a good day. I mean, I listen to y'all every morning. Support y'all 100%, man. And also, I want to uh, give a shout-out to my wife, man. Jenny, I love you, baby. You should have did that one first, bro. All right, we I love, love you. I love you too, Jenny. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Henry, this is Steve. Steve, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm just trying to give a, a quick uh, shout-out to my lady. We were talking over this weekend about she's in, from Brooklyn. She's a Brooklyn teacher. Uh, shout-out to the PS20 uh, people. We had a conversation and they need a lot of help with the, the, the educational forum for the kids. And I just want to like raise an awareness for them so that they could, you know, get the necessary help so that they can help teach our kids because our kids are the future. Absolutely. How do we help them? What do you, what do you, what do you suggest, sir? Having that conversation with them, they, they, of course, money is always an issue and they're not getting that support. A lot of other schools in New York is getting the back the back ends with money or funding or companies helping them out but they in particular are not getting that that amount of help and are teaching uh, our kids that most of these schools refuse okay, okay. sounds like you need to go back yeah. to school no no they just had a conversation that's all he I said he didn't figure out a, a solution yet. He just I didn't even, yeah he's not even articulating what he's trying to say hello who's this <laughs> Uh, this is Freddie from Battle Creek, Michigan. Freddie, man, you mad at American Idol? Why you mad at American Idol, Freddie? Man, look, man, I ain't watched this since the Ruben Stutter Fantasia. That's man. a long time and ago. I, <laughs> I know. I seen they was doing the Prince covers last night, so I turned it on, man. I had to turn it off. They did Prince Bug last night. Why would you even watch American Idol, man? It's all about the four. four the four is popping. I think you'd enjoy the four with Diddy and uh, the guy that don't eat no poom poom, DJ Khaled and Megan Trainer. <laughs> That's a good show. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. How are y'all doing this morning? Chandler, what's popping, brother? Get it off your chest. Uh, quick thing. You, uh, you got a beautiful family, DJ Envy, but you, y'all, after looking at that baseball picture, y'all definitely Dominican. And, we we uh, are not Dominican. <laughs> Watching baseball. I, I'm going to need all three of y'all to stop talking about Southwest. Ain't nothing wrong with Southwest. You get peanuts. You get all mm-hmm. the juice you peanuts. want, all the pop, and you get free bags. You get peanuts. You don't get a seat, though. Peanuts. You got you to gotta, you gotta fight for a clearly, seat. Clearly, clearly, clearly you work for Southwest. And you sir. might get sucked out of the nah, window. Nah, I don't. Clearly you nah, work for as Southwest. Long, as long as you check in 24 hours before the fight go off, you're good. You get a good seat. How long you been you know working there, saying? sir? Oh, my goodness. Nah, nah man. I, I thought you still had to scramble for your seat. Look, you got letters. You got to go. You got A, B, C, D. 
There's Did no he say that you got to yeah, yeah, as long as you, long as you, if you before B through B thirty through sixty one, you good. B thirty through sixty one. Did he just say? Did he just say you got to show up to the airport twenty four hours in advance to get a good seat? He said check in. He said you got to check in. Oh, I'm like, what the hell? He said, yeah, you you might be good. B B thirty one through B six. Show up twenty four hours in advance. You get a great seat on the Southwest flight. My goodness, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. You need to vent. Hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Jay, what up? What's going on, Morning Club? Good morning. It's Breakfast called The Breakfast Club. Club well, good morning, Mama. Morning What's up? Get it off your chest. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just so distraught right now. Um, yeah, so I, I just got a couple things to get off my chest. Um, hey, I got a problem. You know, we're fighting this epidemic um, against heroin, but there's a new epidemic on the rise, and no one is talking about it. Well, What's that? I'm going to need them. It's the Fortnite epidemic. Oh, my yeah, yeah. Oh, the video game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's addicted. Okay, he what about it? He's an intervention. Well, you got to take, take his game away. Sometimes yeah, take his you gotta game system away. That's take all. the kid's phone away, Man, too. He, he, he's an awesome kid. He, he has only had one seat all school year. So, you know, I don't know that it warrants me taking it away because, you know, but I'm just wondering, like, what are parents doing out here with their children who are addicted to Fortnite? Why, why are we acting like this is anything new? Like, we didn't grow up being addicted to Nintendo and Sega Genesis and PlayStation and Xbox. All you got to do is limit his time on it, Mom. Yeah, he'll all. get over to Fortnite. And then let me ask okay, you a question. So, is is so he doing how, his homework? Yeah, he always does his homework. Is he out playing? You know, sport. is he out doing sports, basketball? He's, a, he's an athlete starting quarterback for his uh, football team. All you gotta do is nah, all you gotta do is the limit his time. That's all. Tell him like, look, you got a certain amount of hours in the week to be able to play your little Fortnite. But it's okay? also new, so it's fresh. So all the kids are doing it. Their friends are doing it. They're talking to each other or on the phones while they're playing. Let him, oh, let him have his right. time. How old is he? He is thirteen. Oh, give him some time. In a minute, he'll be liking poom poom anyway. Yeah, he'll be bored of it in a little bit. In let a him minute, have that time. As long as he's not, he's not messing up in school or he's not going out to practice. Let him, let him have his little time. That's like you watching your stories. And in a minute, it'll be all about okay, girls. I got I got, I got one more. Uh-huh. What do you do? Like, I've, I've raised two boys. This is my second boy. Uh-huh. Um, and so they get girlfriends, and then you have to pay for them to take their girlfriends out on dates. You have <laughs> to pay for the birthday gifts, the Valentine's Day gifts. I feel like I'm dating little girls because I'm always the one having to put out the cost for these gifts. Well, well are, are they getting him presents as well when he has his birthday and all of that? Uh, yeah, probably, yes. Okay, yes, so... get a nice little birthday gift. So why don't you just make him do chores around the house and pay him for the chores? Yeah, you got to work for that. My kids, get, my kids get a little money when they watch the, when they watch their siblings or when they do stuff around the house, you give them a little bread for doing different things. Let him buy his own gift. Yeah, unfortunately, the, only, the, most, the thing he's doing the most these days is paying for a night. <laughs> Baby, all you gotta listen. All you gotta do is tell your sons if they can't if they can't pay for no <laughs> themselves, they don't deserve nothing. Uh, he should right? be wanting poop right now. <laughs> At least you're raising him to be a respectful man. There you go. I say, you guys have a great day, Breakfast Club. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. You, we got rumors on the way. I mean, let's talk about Childish Gambino, aka Donald Glover, and the new songs that he debuted. In particular, This Is America, as long as, as well as his uh, appearance on Saturday Night Live. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's, call, uh, uh, let's get into Donald Glover. Wow. <laughs> this is The Rumor Report. 
with Angela Club. So I was gonna say Childish Gambino, and then I was gonna say Donald Glover. Listen, it just came man, out together. If you want to get into him, just say you want to get into him. Shut bro. Up. That's how you want to do your Monday. Let's go. Girl, well, what? it was a big weekend for Donald Glover as he was on Saturday Night Live, but also put out two new songs and a new video for "This Is America" that mm-hmm. was very viral. Now, when he was on Saturday Night Live with the opening monologue, he also talks about how he actually got turned down. Check it out. But it truly is an honor to be hosting SNL, you know, instead of just auditioning for it, which I did twice. <laughs> That's not a joke. I'm just still pissed. All right. So I'm sure they wish they would have had Donald Glover on because he did have some very memorable skits over the weekend. Now, he, uh, in addition, well, let's start off with the skit that he did with Kanye West. Well, not with Kanye West, but of Kanye West. Now, it's a rendition of the movie A Quiet Place, which is a horror film. And in it, Donald Glover is reading Kanye's controversial tweets, but every time they talk, someone gets taken away. Check it out. Don't let the monsters hear us. We have to be quiet. You guys. Kanye just tweeted. David, shh. He said he would have voted for Trump. Wait, seriously, when? Guys, don't talk unless it's absolutely necessary. The monsters can't see us, but they can hear us. And if we're too loud, we'll all be killed. Kanye has the hat and everything. And Trump signed He signed the hat, y'all. Oh, come on, Kanye. <laughs> hey, that Kanye uh, place catch was brilliant. Flawless. A Kanye place. Flawless, high-level messaging. Uh, we have all these imminent threats to our lives around us, but we also distracted by social media. Instead of us talking about what's important, we're focusing on the BS. That was brilliant, especially if you've seen the movie The Quiet Place. All right, now Kanye tweeted, and he put uh, crying, laughing faces, and fire emojis alongside of that video sketch, so I guess he thought it was funny as well. Mm-hmm. Now, another skit they did was the Migos going to therapy. Check it out. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Yeah. We in the club and we turn it up. Turn up. Pinky word 250,000. Wow. Double that up in my mouth. Damn. Show that she bad, like her my swag. But she got all that ass. <laughs> Get in that cash, haters be mad. Feel us, we stay with that bag. Yeah. In the morning with some bitches and I'm smiling. But we gotta put it work if we wanna stay shining. We go to therapy, therapy, therapy. 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 We spend a month in therapy. Angela, Angela, Angela. Angela. Twice a week, we go to Angela. Hey. Drop on the clues bomb for Angela. therapy, damn it. <laughs> that sounded good. I love it. I love the <laughs> fact that they are promoting therapy. I, I just like how the universe uh-huh. is working right now because it's all these conversations about therapy and it's Mental Health Awareness Month. I love it. But you got to watch the whole um, Migos skit because that was really funny, too, with them in therapy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Donald Glover also put out This Is America. He performed that, and he also performed another song on Saturday Night Live. He debuted two new songs Saturday and This Is America, and he did a video for This Is America, and that went viral. Check out some of that song. This is America. Don't got you slipping off. Look how I'm living off. Police be tripping off. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I got to carry them. Yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. Tough tune, tough tune. Dope song, dope, dope video. Dope. And you know it has ad-libs from 21 Savage, Black Boy JB, Slim Jimmy Quavo, and Young Thug as well. Well, I can't wait to talk to the uh, listening audience about this this video because I thought visually it was great. Reminded me of that old X to the Z video, what you see is what you get. Y'all remember that? Yeah, I remember that. But, but when I first saw the video, it didn't make me feel good. 
It didn't. I think he Why? should. I just think he should have had a white man shooting all the black people who were enjoying themselves, having a good time. I didn't like the optics of him, a black man doing it. It felt like he was reinforcing the negative stereotypes of black men being violent in the narrative of black on black crime. Especially if you're saying this is America over and over. Let's show some balance because no black people shooting down church folks with an AK-47. The mass shooting problem is largely white men with the AK-47. So just show me the whole totality of America. That's interesting because I didn't really look at it that way. And I know a lot of people had different interpretations of the mm-hmm. video, mm-hmm. but I looked at it is he was representing America and when he did shoot down which was reminiscent of what happened in Charleston, South Carolina in which, the which hit home because that's my birthplace mm-hmm. right and uh, that was such a, a, a that to me was the most powerful moment in the whole entire video but I didn't even look it. at it like it was a black man doing it I just looked at it like uh, it was America he was uh, representing yeah, America a white person that's how, that's how I seen it that's I seen why it as, to me it didn't matter America. that it was him or that it was a black man it was what it represented because we all know what happened in actuality so and I didn't like him shooting down all the black people but at the end running from all the white people let the chopper sing on vanilla ice this one time now. All right, but um, we'll talk more about that, obviously, a lot this of, morning. A lot of different perspectives. One of my friends told me that, uh, you know, it represented we as black people getting paid off killing each other, and then America ultimately turns on us, and we so busy singing and dancing while so many of us are getting killed in the street by each other, but it's I'm, art. You know, it's several different ways. And I feel like, yeah, there were different interpretations he wanted us to have. Absolutely. Like, uh, all that da- dancing and singing, it's a distraction from what's going on around us. And we're so busy paying attention to that, we don't see what's happening in the background, which was in the video, what happened in the background in the video. And I like how the white guns... White horses walking past, scissors in the video. And I like how the guns uh, got Treated bigger. so well. Like it started with a 9, then an AK-47, then ultimately got taken away. That was that was dope symbolization. Very, pro- very provocative visual, man. And I'm going to play the full version. I'm going to start to mix up with the full version later on if you haven't heard it. Okay, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And we should discuss with the listeners this morning. We are. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, I'd love to hear different interpretations of the video. So definitely go see it if you haven't seen it yet, because we'll talk about it in the 8 o'clock hour. But up next, Styles P will be joining us. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Styles P. How y'all doing today, man? Everything's good. We was in here talking about, because uh, I saw a tweet Styles posted. We said, middle-aged fat is hard to get rid of. It's not about, it's where, it's where it's at. Yeah, it's like it just when you it just goes in one spot when you're middle what do you call love handles? Yeah, around the stomach, right? Yeah, exactly. I, could take tired, it, I, like, I, don't really, I don't really mind the front, a little front pouch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you don't got love handles. Right. It's like, a, that's a little character. Like, you know, yeah. you, still get, yeah, you still get away with your frame. It's still good. <laughs> but the love handles, it's just, it sucks, dog. Yeah, the front pass, they call that the baller belly. So people don't yeah, get like, too Yeah, like, especially you ain't got too, like, <laughs> I never had a six pack. I ain't gonna lie to you. I could get a nice four, though. Word, word. I get a nice a four pack. Yeah, I get a four. It's funny that I guys... blame Jada for that. I actually blame Kiss for that. Because <laughs> he said gangsters don't die, they get chubby and move to yeah. Miami. So yeah. I always thought it was cool to have a little stomach. Yeah, it, I mean, it is his character. It's character. I think that men are judged differently than women when it comes to putting on weight, too. I mean... They are, because we don't even yeah. think of guys as being as self-conscious about it as we are, because for us, you know, it's a big deal. We gain weight. The first thing people say, oh, she's mm-hmm. pregnant, or... But when you're middle-aged and you're a male and your back hurt and you start, like, <laughs> running when you're bending down, then you got to start checking that. It could go it could go all the way downhill from there. I say, yo. You know, I hurt my shoulder. Like, I hurt I hurt my shoulder. I got a little arthritis in it, too. That's why you got to make sure you stretch if you work out. Mm-hmm. I'm missing cartilage, so I stopped working out. Like, I just start slacking, and I really, like, I'm like, three months later, 
I'm a middle-aged man. I'm like almost the average <laughs> citizen if I don't get pull it back together. Like, but your diet's still dope, though. Yeah, my diet's dope, but that's right. what keeps me looking regular. I'm talking about feeling like right. a big part of working out is a lot of people like looks definitely, but you gotta you want to wake up feeling great. Like, 100%. You want to wake up, be at your best. You know, feel great. Be thankful to the creator that you up, and just come up with that good energy because you know you don't know what the day brings, but. Well, you have a new album out, and I'm like, okay, so... G-Host. ninth studio album. And life seems ninth. like it's really good for you, because, I, you know, obviously, I speak yeah. to you, I see you on the gram, you're yeah. traveling, black love thing is happening. Yeah, so I'm like, there's no way he could be uh, thugging on this album. <laughs> but... I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I bring balance. Like, yeah, you know you what I mean? To. I think as an artist, you you always... Sometimes, especially when you, when you become a a businessman or you start dibbling, dabbling into other things, you get older and you get more mature, you very, you think about what you say more. Mm -hmm. Like when I was young, I was just more free with my art. But then sometimes you just want to feel free with your art and it's, I just tried, this one I particularly said, called it G-Host because I felt like I was going to be a host to the gangsters right. and the gentlemen on this one. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was just hosting some authentic hip hop and I kind of wanted to talk, it's a little, I think it's, an album for the old, the young, the the conscious, the gangster, and just like a somebody who I guess appreciates lyricism. Obviously, I know you way better now than I did like years ago. Yeah. But you really are a gangster and a gentleman. Like yeah. that is the truest way to define. I believe so. Your personality. I think most rappers won on nerds to the most part, <laughs> and then they was most of them were raised right to some degree. Like you know what I'm saying? I think the streets always. I think that was one thing I was blessed. That's what helped me along with the juice juice game. I always, from the game, from the jump, wanted people to know I'm a gentleman. I'm not all street. I'm not all thug. Like, I was raised right. My mom, my parents did a good job. Just streets take you to another way sometimes. But I think that's important, especially in our society. Like, we was taught to say, please, thank you, hold doors. Absolutely. Right. Pick up bags for neighbors. And just try to just all around be courteous. That's what my grandma would say. Man doesn't yeah. take you where money won't. Yeah, you know what I mean? I feel like you're always trying to find balance in life. It's like, like you're on a constant Definitely. quest for balance. That's my daily That's my daily quest mm -hmm. is for um, balance and peace. Right. Daily. Like, daily, daily. Because um, a dude told me this. Um, shout out to Seasoned Vegan in um, Harlem. But a worker told me one day, and it stuck with me years ago. He told me balance is never straight. Mm. The act of being balanced is when you're balanced, you're straight. So I'm always... Working on my balance, mm -hmm. like you know, because I'm not up, I'm not down, and when you think you all the way up, something's gonna bring you down. When you think you all the way down, something's gonna bring you up. Right. So I just try to appreciate it both. Try to learn how to work with it all on my daily, daily thing, and just and the day I, I am balanced, I'm gonna spread the message. I'm gonna <laughs> let people know how I got it. You won't hear from me again, most likely. What do you think is, you're looking for though? Like, what's the balance? You're I think for? I think just me, just a. Uh, uh, a quest for to really find out in the in the peace mm -hmm. mm -hmm. without really thinking about every like I'm greedy in a sense like I like nice things I like to spend money I like to live life fast but I also on the flip side I like to live life slow and kind of appreciate nature just the human body the human mind energy right. and but at the same time you know you I'm a rapper I like nice things Mm -hmm. I'm a street dude, so I like nice things. So sometimes I think it's hard to do both sometimes. Just being honest with, within my, well, for me, right. within myself, sometimes it's like, all right, oh, shit, I want to be a multi-million, oh, pardon my French, I want to be like, I just want to be a multi-millionaire, get this billion. 
But then the other part is like, we know we got to feed the community and that's the most 100%. important part. So sometimes you got to balance out with, within yourself. All right, can I make them both work? Can I do both? If not, which one is more important? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's my, my constant quest because I really want to, I think my partner over here too, your, your partner, my partner, <laughs> and, and work. I think what we have, and shout out for our, our brand, just period, as far as Juices for Life, I think what we have is something, for me, is something that's bigger than any of us and what we're even trying to do. I feel like just later on in the future, it's going to be crazy, and that's like where the new GE for health, because I feel like the, the one thing where the world needs to go is just kind of look at what are we doing for people? All right, right. Let's get this bread. That got to be the, the daily quest, but what are we doing for people? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit of that from a little bit of everybody, we'd be cool. No, I agree with you because people will ask me, like, what would, what would you say is one of your biggest achievements? And I would say having to be involved with the juice bar in Brooklyn is great. because you get to really see people every single day that are affected by yeah. you having something in the community that is benefiting them. Definitely. And making them feel better about just their bodies and the changes that they're it's making. beautiful. Because, like, even with E being in it, what she brings to the table with women. Like, because what we do is going to require a whole family to be in it. Because right. you want to, when you do, when you feel good, because one, we def like we say, I'm not, can't say everybody, but I'm greedy and I definitely love money and like to be in, mm-hmm. involved in business. But you can't enjoy it without family or you can't enjoy anything without pretty much good health. And then you can't spread, or people don't spread money as much as you can spread good health. And that lasts longer, so it's kind of easier. And you don't, I guess, won't feel as horrible about it and, mm-hmm. and bad because, you know, it's free. It's a free thing to spread, spread something positive. And there's but, a lot of balance in there when you see the like people that, that come in. Yeah, there's it's a lot of... Everybody. It's like a lot of balance. So mm-hmm. even that, that's like overwhelming to be like, wow, I have a white people that love me. Cops love us. Cops love me. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have a Mormon crowd. Something like It's just bugged out to just see and they know... What we there for and what we doing, and they know it's about the family, about just taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, taking care of your community. And we about balance, like, because I think the one thing that happens with, with the health thing, and I think that's like, you think you can't be hip, hip-hop, cool, pop, whatever, and do it. Like, nah, we ain't gurus, we ain't saying judging you, we saying live your life, but just throw a little balance in it and just try to take care of your people. That's, that's just the main focus. All right, we got more with Styles P. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club, style peas in the building. Yee. And you said you miss your wife. I see you guys are doing Black Love. Yes, sir. Shout out to Black Love. Shout out to the OWN Network. Mm-hmm. That comes yeah. on when, next week or something? It, it debuts? What is that? Yeah, next week. you never mm-hmm. seen that series, Black Love? I think it's the second season of it. But yeah, it's, it's the just, second oh. season. Yeah. It's on, it's on OWN. It's a really, really dope show. It's about Black Love. Like, um... Viola Davis was on season one. Um, it's just about couples and their trials and tribulations and what they go through and just building up gotcha. black love. Yeah, I think Kurt, Flink, Kurt Franklin's on. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant Hill. And it's, Tamia. Yeah. Tamia. It's just, it's real, it's actually really dope. A real, real dope shot. I'm surprised they called us because we wasn't yet. <laughs> I didn't think we was but they typical. do. They, too shy, they try yeah. to take all different types of, and yeah, it's that's not what all famous silly. couples That was so either. dope. Yeah, that's what's so dope. I was like, oh, they want, they want some G. How, how how was that? Cause cause I, when I when I look at your tweets, I'm like, okay, I know Styles still got a slight temper. You know, TV people can be annoying. Nah, they was really cool. Okay. I think I I watched. You know what was funny? Before they called us, I watched season one with my wife just out of 
She's like, this show is on, it's dope, and then it came about. So that was kind of crazy. It was like a, um, I think how the show is, it's more to try to help out young black couples. And I gotcha. think the, the producers of the show, shout out to um, Tommy and Kobe, I think they was focusing in on how black people besides Obama, it was like, if you're not Obama and them, there's no such thing as black love. And I think that was their driving force mm. to make sure they show what's happening in the black community. So it was a very incredible show. It's really dope. Proud to be on it. And um, yeah. What about when you wanted to be left alone, though? And the cameras were rolling. <laughs> nah, it was cool. You know, I, it was it was a, a it, it was like therapy. It was like a therapy. It was like a therapy. It was like a therapy session and a, a learning thing because it's like you talking to somebody young. They want to know some, and then you kind of t- got to tell your story too and tell on yourself and be real because you're kind of trying to be informative to the to the young couples because it's a lot of struggles when when you. I, I don't, I'm I'm married, but I don't say everybody has to be married. Mm-hmm. I'm a front. I don't because I don't know even know who invented marriage. To be honest, with you. <laughs> I, I know I'm African by nature. I don't think we got married back then. Then so, but I think it's a beautiful. I got married because my wife wanted to, and I I didn't want my son to think he was a bastard growing up. Or, or he was get with a woman you don't want to marry. It was just certain things, and what my pops told me. So, I think just being on the show for me was just pretty dope. Just for you know, say hey, it's I'm cool. Sure you- it's cool to be from the hood and. You you want to grow old like you know when you in when you in the streets and you young I don't care what game it is ball hustling music and all that I you you definitely you know want to do your thing and have your fun but you don't want to grow old and alone and never have companionship or be used or not unless you really want to do that like if unless that's your choice but like for me I'm old fashioned I kind of you know I'm weird. I don't know if the average person could really deal with me or be able to take my ways and how I'm about. So it's kind of like I've been with this woman. I know cares for me genuinely, the the jerk part of me, the ignorant part. Like, you know what I mean? It's, you need some, If you need somebody to better yourself, I'm somebody who needs somebody to better yourself. I, I like a tweet that you put out. You said, you the tree hugger that'll beat you with the branch. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Because I think tree huggers get the wrong... You know, I think tree huggers and plant-based people and, and those who's living a healthy lifestyle who feel like I want to be normal and not be judged. And like people go, yo, you're a vegan every now I go, no. I wear leather. Still. Until oh, yeah. so I, like, you know what I mean? And then, not to be funny, but, like, somebody like me, I, I would love to work with Peter one day. Like, I was explaining to my man one day. I said, I, like, I love Peter. I overstand their cause. I mm-hmm. dig what it's about. Like, you know what I mean? But somebody where I'm from will never understand Peter's message. Because they're too worried about what they got to tell a kid when they go outside. Absolutely. So I said, like, imagine if Peter hires people like us to, you know, from where we from, so they could be able to go, all right, here's what's happening here. Here's what's happening here. Here's how we bridge the gap. Because if you want right. to take care of beings, you got to start taking care of human beings. Yes. Mm. Then we could take care of all beings. Then human beings can understand we need to take care of all beings. Because sometimes it seems like animals have more rights than we do. Yeah, because I look at Peter like, I ain't going to lie, I, got, I get sad because I love what they're doing. I follow mm-hmm. them. Like, I follow their tweets, mm-hmm. everything. So sometimes as a, as a brown man, I sit and look at Peter, not mad at them or nothing. I'm like, damn. The animals is holding it. <laughs> like, they got the animals got. You, you cross an animal if you want. And let, like, you know what I mean? Right. And then you also look and be like, I also be like, damn, with the power Peter had, I wish they knew some of the social issues mm. like That's that real. I have and push, post them on the page. Right, and that right. we have and post them on the page. So, so people so could be as passionate people, about Yeah, those. so now we could be like, all right, Peter care about us. Let's see what they talking about. Because 
That's a great idea. Like, you know what I'm saying? They should hire me. I think big companies have to start to, big corporations. Also, we as the people have to make them take responsibility. They mm -hmm. should want to take responsibility. And we as small-time hood folk have to take responsibility on learning how to better ourselves as a community. 100%. And I think... There should be outreach all, on both sides. There should sides. be outreach on both sides. Because then it's like, why, you know... Because when you think about it, if you're a poor white... If you're a poor white man, I'm sorry. Your kids are screwed over, too. They eating like crap, too. <laughs> it's over. You're like... You're right in the same boat, so... You know, I think it's just kind of on that note. So that's how I go about my... This is your ninth studio album, right? Did I count that right? I have the slightest idea, to be honest. I don't know if I'm counting mixtapes or not. When people ask me that, I really... I call a lot of things. Yeah, it's probably nine. I don't... Yeah, whatever. Yes. Just say yeah. It's my most recent one, and it's the most dope one. It's the most effective one. And I did an EP a couple weeks ago, too, if y'all know about that, called the Nickelback EP. Um. Yeah, pretty, pretty. I'm proud though of both of those two because my son produced on that. Really? Yeah, on both of those. Okay. Yeah, he, he produced Curb the Lames on G Host. And he, okay. And he produced You Know on Nickelback. How many beats he had to play for you before you pick some? Oh, he he has a, a whole ton of beats. I tell him don't ever play anything with. <laughs> don't ever like. Don't ever, ever, son, ever. That's not authentic hip hop. Yeah, like yeah, like so. I mean, my son teaches me a lot though. I think that's the good <laughs> thing. He'll be twenty this month. Um, he taught me years ago. And I, I told somebody yesterday on a thing. My son told me one day, and it was so made hip hop so understandable for me. I told you, he told me, y'all generation, five side to side. My generation, up and down. Kind of, it was like crystal clear. Mm. Like that's, that's the difference between us. Right. I was like, "You're right," <laughs> you know. I gotta say, they got that from Three Six though. Definitely. Remember, Three Six had this. They had the whole Definitely. song side to side. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. Do you feel like you're getting better with time? I believe so. All right, I think so too. I believe so. I've always wanted to do that, and I think I'm accomplishing it. You know what I mean? I'm getting more mature. Sometimes I'm not as aggressive as I want to be. Mm. Oh. Yeah, nah. I really have a far. I have a far left mind, dog. Like I think if I really go left, it's like then come on, ain't you the guy who sells fruits and berries? Like it's like this carrots and kale and stuff. You said don't let the fame get to your head because a gun to your head could possibly blow the fame right out of it. Stay humble, my friends. Yeah, that's pretty left. That's a fact. It's harsh, but is that... I want to ask you now. Is that a fact? 100%. Or not a fact? 100%. <laughs> Sometimes you got to give the lesson in the harshest form. And you got to say it like... Because the average... A, a, hood, a hood rap dude... Let's say it's a hood rap dude who was reading that. He's young. He's crazy. He's not humble. And you could... some His manager might be telling him in a way that's not getting across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, if you don't calm down, somebody might blow your brains blow out. Blow your brains you gotta out. got to get it right across and that's how I know you're a writer because you ended it. Stay humble, my friend. Like, <laughs> he brought it right back to the point. All right, we got more with Styles P when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into his new single, Heat of the Night. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Styles P is here. Yee. So, Styles P, I've known you for quite some time, and one thing people would be surprised to know is that you are very frugal and that you, like me, shop at the outlets all the time. I'm frugal and I'm free with it. Because I go shopping places, and they'll be like, oh, Styles P and his wife were just in here, and they, I'm like, damn. That's her. I didn't say she was frugal. <laughs> I'm frugal. She's not frugal at all. Like You say you like nice things, though. Yeah, I do, but I don't mind not getting it or, or waiting until it's on sale or, or just, like, I'm like, you know, like, say if it's something nice that's 
I like that's really expensive, mm-hmm. and I just kind of want it. I got to think about if I'm going to get it or not. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got to really sit down and think, do I, who... Like, sometimes, like, I say to myself, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm about to style on these <laughs> I did that a thing. I, th- I said, I'm about to just go to the deal and style on these niggas. I was high. I was by myself. I said, what niggas, <laughs> P? Like, style, like, I had that, like... I didn't know who I was talking about. I was talking to myself, too. Like, I didn't really know who I was talking about. <laughs> You go to the studio, to the juice bar, juice bar <laughs> studio, back home, like, who am I styling on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I think just being from, because I was poor, like, I think when you're poor and you're from the hood, uh-huh. and I truly am, I come from gods, kings, and queens, so I do have that, you know, I like to look great and feel good, and I was poor before, but sometimes you got to think, like, is that is that really worth it? Because I also... Live next to a bunch of millionaires. I remember being the poorest dude in the building. I, I probably was. I had to be. And they told me I tipped the best. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm bugging. Like, right, I'm bu- right. Like, what? There's a hockey team owner, NBA dude, dude who created the building. This, wow. this and that. But then I also learned mm-hmm. they don't care about how That's nobody's... Right. Like, they walk around with the... My man, he would wear the same jeans. Mm-hmm. I think he had three pair of jeans, maybe three Nike windbreakers three sneakers and he did that day by day week by week week by week then I see him yo like yo Mike where you going I'm about to get on the jet go ahead bring the whole family he's bringing his whole family on his family jet man I'm spending wrong I think we tip because like, you we, know understand, what I mean? we understand we the struggle we have appreciation because we tip because I, I know I tip really yeah. well too I think we understand the struggle right. we know these people definitely. working hard yeah. I definitely. feel like we right here anyway so if yeah. I was doing that I would want to get a good tip and so I'm going to give you a good tip because right. I understand it more You're do right. you ever go back and watch like your old videos and um, like kind of rate yourself and be like alright I'd be like I'd better keep eating plants <laughs> go back watch the old videos and be like I'd keep eating plants why did I have on parachute clothes? <laughs> like, damn, they have to be parachute. They were straight pat. I looked at something the other day. I could have fit, I could have fit like a uh, half an army in one pants. No, like, for real, baggy shit was whack, yo. yo when we look back, it's like yo, a baggy clothes was I'm whack. not a fan of tight things. I'm a fan of uh, your, your size. a slim fit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm against tight jeans. Like, when they, like, I feel offended if I go to the store and they go skinny jeans. I'd be like, hell no. Slim fit. Like, I'm elder. I do a slim fit. I don't do skinny jeans. I do slim fit. Like, you know what I mean? If I got to wiggle to get in them, I got to do any of that. That's awkward for me. I like doing... I'm old. Like, you know what I mean? I think the new generation... That's why I say sometimes I don't knock... I don't knock y'all, but just some things I can't do. I don't want to wiggle in a jean. I don't want to extend my arm and take a meal. I don't want to wiggling into Yeah, you don't want to see me do this neither. Look, imagine me doing this. Me and him jumping up and down to put your jeans on. Look, I got, look, look, we doing like that. All like certain things I can't do, like. Also, I'm sure you go back and listen to your old music and watch those videos and think about like, okay. Yeah, I mean, one thing I appreciate is being able to be in music for that long. And it still sounds dope. so young, like, you know what I'm saying? And to come in a game and be on Bad Boy. Like, we came in the game and got on Bad Boy, and we was from Yonkers. Like, mm-hmm. to us, that's like a story within itself. Nobody right. never said Yonkers. It was a shout in the South. And then we just took it, and we came with an aggression, and we still had 20 years later. Well, 20 some years later. Now, we, we was having a great debate, man, that started uh, on, <laughs> on our group chat. Me, Hovain, B-Dot, Kaz, and uh, uh, Rob Markman. I knew this was coming. And we, uh... I love you, B-Dot. Don't worry about it. 
It's all good, and, and I, You do to your opinion. And everybody thought I was disamazed, but I wasn't. I was just saying the Bad Boy yeah. label was so competitive at that yeah. time. I just thought lyrically, he was like the, the fifth or sixth guy. And Mace then B-Dot jumped out the window. Yeah, he did. And he said, did. Mace was nicer than Styles. Only, let me get something clear. Me and my, t I'm going to tell y'all something. Oh, I don't really say this that. too often. Listen. My two partners are my equals. We're one. So we're one. Other than that, I only feel personally, besides like Rockham King, Kooji Rap and all that, for my era, only big is nicer than me. Mm. That's it. That's how I feel. You entitled your feelings, but as an MC, I rip. I get busy. I am the MC's MC. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the MC, the MC's love. I don't... I'm not, I'm not gonna sell a bunch of records. I'm not gonna be the poppinest. I'm not the flashiest. I'm not even the best at the flashy stuff. But when it comes to street lyricism, mixed with consciousness, that, that, and that lane is nobody better than me. Nobody. Because you can't really find somebody you could go, yo, make a dope song with Talib, then make a dope song with Rick Ross. Respect my lyricism, man. You know what I wanted to ask you about? I always, one of the most uh, underrated freestyles is you, it's the locks. And big on Funk Master Flex, 60 Minutes of Funk Vol. Yeah. 2 over the Cream instrumental. Yeah, that was crazy. People, that is like an amazing freestyle. Yeah. Did y'all do that That's, together? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. In the that studio? Was, oh, yeah. Wow. That was amazing. That's like an art form that's lost, too. A lot of people send song, the um, verse to each other. Yeah. And it's not like people be in the studio together like Yeah, I think, I think, I think, um, it's, it's really great when you're actually in the studio because the vibes is more... The vibes and the energy is there a little more. Especially with the producer and with the, the producer and the thing. So you got a little more feeling and bouncing off of energy. The competitiveness is a little more up. I think maybe that's a big reason why people aren't so competitive. They're not in the same room making everything yeah. all the time. They can so just you don't change feel that edge. Yeah, like because yeah. back in the night, it's like you're walking in, you're saying, Yeah, what's up to everybody? You cool, it's respectful. But it's almost like you could feel the tension in the room. You could mm -hmm. feel the tension going to lay a clue mixtape. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see. You see the mob in them over here. You see these rappers from over there, from Brooklyn over there. You see there, and it's more like, all right, yeah, we're going to light these joints. We're going to light these blunts, and we are going to get busy in this I think that competitive, I think that's what made the 90s really, like, edgy. Like, diss each other on, mumble diss each other, man. Screw it, man. Start mumble, <laughs> stop mumble dissing, man. I need a mumble diss rapper, man. My man Styles PG host is out right now. Out right now. Go get it, please. It's The Breakfast Club. Yes. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Oh, Kelly. It's about time. What's going on? Well, I read this whole article, so you don't have to. Two more Thank women you. have come forward with R. Kelly's sex abuse allegations. Now, this is on BuzzFeed, and they have detailed their stories. One woman is named Lizette Martinez, and another woman has not been identified. Her name is just, quote, N, and she's still there, I guess, with R. Kelly now. Now, Lizette says she was approached when she was only 17 years old by R. Kelly. She met him at Aventura Mall, and he was fully aware that she was underage because the age of consent in Florida is 18, but he still took her virginity. Uh, uh, uh. Now, she said he hit on her on five different occasions, and she also... Um, uh, now, the other woman, 
mother is speaking out in this story. So the other woman who's not identified, it's her mom that's speaking out, and she's not identifying herself to protect the other children that she has. But she said, being silent is not the answer. It's time. She said, I want my child home. She said she hasn't spoken to her daughter in three months and believes that she's in trouble. She said, I don't know what hold he has on her, but her last words to me was, don't ever give up on me. Now, wow. You know, the thing is, I don't know uh, if any of these women are telling the truth, but I have no reason not to believe them based on R. Kelly's history. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. So um, the younger girl, uh, the young girl N that's still living with R. Kelly, she actually met R. Kelly and he offered her a job as his personal assistant and her mom was very wary of it. But she told her mom, that's in his past, that stuff. You always tell me to give people a chance. So she said, I said, okay. And she became his assistant. All through that time, her being his assistant, she still lived at home. But then years later, she announced that she was moving to Atlanta with R. Kelly. And she was about 22 or 23 at the time. So she said, I couldn't really tell her. She couldn't. She was a grown-up. Man, flush R. Kelly down the toilet. Delete R. Kelly out your inbox. R. Kelly is just gone. Like, y'all like to cancel. Y'all can't always canceling the wrong people. Cancel R. Kelly. Get him They're all the way the out The hashtag here. Mute R. Kelly campaign is going on, and they have managed to get a couple of his shows canceled. But um, yeah, And I see people boycotting his music. Like, uh, Tom, Tom Joyner said he boycotting his music. But I just want to say, Tom Joyner's retiring, ladies and gentlemen. All right? Tom <laughs> Joyner's on his way out. Not to mention, Tom Joyner's been playing R. Kelly for the past 20 years. Don't wait till you're about to retire to get rid of R. Kelly's music. I, I don't understand the whole thing of, of she's 20 years old, I can't do nothing about it. I'm going to... 22 or 23, I'm I'm going to grab my daughter at any age. Like, there is no age. My dad will grab me right now if he asked. Oh, you got to find her, though. I'll find her. She's locked in some dungeon somewhere. She hasn't seen her in a couple years. Crawling around on her knees. You know what I'm saying? With a leash on. And then what do you <laughs> singing and fiesta? And then really, what can you do when you leave the house to go to work or do whatever you have to do? You can't have her with you twenty four seven. So if she decides to pick up and leave again. What can you do? Once my kid, always what can my you kid. do though? Hey, I do. Something, I know a lot of parents know. might feel you. like that, but I mean, unless you have them with you, chained to you twenty four seven, kids are gonna do what they're gonna do. I'm surprised R. Kelly ain't never got his ass now, kicked. Now R. Kelly, like, ain't nobody uncle, thing. nobody father. Nobody R. Kelly's management team has released a statement. R. Kelly has close friendships with a number of women who are strong, independent, happy, well cared for, and free to come and go as they please. And 15. We deny the many dark <laughs> descriptions put forth by oh, instigators man. and liars who have their own agenda for seeking profit and fame. All of the women targeted by the current media onslaught are legal adults of sound mind and body with their own free will. Law enforcement officials in Atlanta and Chicago previously have made wellness visits to check on the women in question and have found nothing to cause alarm. Everybody who's still supporting R. Kelly at this point, still trying to cover up for R. Kelly, anybody that's on his team, they, y'all all going to hell. And I don't even believe in hell. Okay, but y'all going somewhere. They going somewhere, right? Something ain't gonna be right in y'all life trying to protect that maniac. Okay, Avengers: Infinity War has already made one billion dollars. It only took eleven days. You hear that interview? For that movie to make, I didn't know I don't watch this movie. One billion dollars that beats out the previous record by Star Wars: The Force Awakens, which made it to the one billion dollar mark in twelve days. So everybody, Infinity War. You hear that envy? You hear that? Everybody who thought the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all the black people who thought the Marvel Cinematic Universe just started popping because of Black Panther. And the movie still hasn't opened in Mm. China, so it's gonna make even more when that happens. Well, I've seen Black Panther. I didn't see this one. Okay. Well, I just want y'all to know something. R. Kelly dies at the end of Infinity War, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm Angela Gian. That, that is your yeah, rumor sure. report. All right, thank you, Missy. Charlemagne, yes. who are we giving that donkey to? Oh, man, donkey of the day today is going to a brother named Marquico Sonny Lewis. Now, this is a very prime example of why we really do need prison reform, man. Actual, legitimate prison reform. We'll talk about it for after the hour. All right, that happens next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, 
a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed place. So like a donkey. Mike is on. He is okay. donkey of the day. <laughs> Mike. Breakfast club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 the years, Mike. but donkey of the day is a new one. Is on. What's wrong with you this morning? Yo? Shut up. Let me do my job. Donkey today for Monday, March 7th, goes to a 40-year-old brother named Marquico Sonny Lewis. Now, Marquico is from Cleveland, ladies and gentlemen, and he just got out of prison. Marquico served 30 months in prison after pleading guilty to robbing a bank in November of 2015. He was released April 11th, but on this past Tuesday, he was indicted on a single count of bank robbery. Yes, Marquico came home and robbed the bank again. Now, I know what you're thinking, Charlemagne, that's light. Banks get robbed every day, B. Marquico is a career bank robber. If that's the, uh, the the life he chose, so be it, okay? I would agree. But these bank robberies are like no other bank robberies you have seen before. Marquico is very familiar with the bank. He got indicted for robbing. The reason Marquico is familiar with it is not because he has an account there, not because he has a relative who works there, not because it's a bank in his town that he's been to a million times. The reason he's very familiar with this bank is because it's the exact same bank that he robbed back in 2015. You heard me right. Mm -mm. Uh, Marquico Sonny Lewis was indicted on Tuesday for robbing a bank, and that bank was the same exact bank he went to prison for robbing in 2015. Now, this is why I don't care if it's midterms, presidential elections, local elections. I don't care if they're Democrat, Republican, Independent. If they're not talking about prison reform, then I'm not interested, okay? If prisons are supposed to be correctional facilities, then let's implement things in prison that actually correct people. All right, this man did 30 months in jail. He should have been able to get a higher education and learn a trade and get some spirituality in him while he was in there. And the trade he learned, he should have been able to should have been able to get him hired somewhere when he came home. And this is proof that prison isn't working. Okay, we need a more effective penal system. But the reality is they have no reason to rehabilitate prisoners because in the words of the God Chris Rock, the money isn't in the cure, the money is in the treatment. Why would I want you to get properly rehabilitated when I have invested in a private prison and I need to fill them? Okay, it's big business, baby. I would encourage all of you that when you are voting in the midterms this year, if the candidate you are voting for isn't talking about prison reform, then maybe we don't need to talk about that candidate. Okay? Because if we aren't trying to reform criminals, all they're going to do is come home, return to a life of crime, and probably harm you or someone you love. When you don't properly rehabilitate someone, stories like Marquico happen. All right? They end up returning back to a life of crime or returning back to the scene of the crime, literally. Please let Remy Ma give Marquico Sonny Lewis the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? I mean, Jesus Christ, pick another bank. Now, mm-hmm. I kind of feel right. like I might be crazy, but it's but a little brilliant. You're crazy. Why? Because no one would anticipate you would go back and rob the same it didn't work. bank. It didn't work. If he was just a little more careful. Because a little more careful. You know how they say lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place? It's kind of like going back and doing the same thing because who would anticipate don't that you would actually go back to the same exact place where you don't, committed the don't crime listen before? Me. No, please don't no. listen to me. Please, yeah, please like, don't. This is I'm like, just saying, isn't, you know. They're going to throw you under the jail. This is like having sex. I'm not saying you should, but I'm saying... Mm-mm. This is like having sex, mm-hmm. shooting the girls' club up, and then going down immediately and start giving her oral. What's wrong with that? Okay. That, All right. that is not the same... You know yes, what? Because how did you... Put that together. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know why that's like, insane, but I don't see anything wrong with that what either. What does it have to do with, like, you? if he shot the club up and then say, came back the next day and shot the club up again, no, I would no, understand, no, no, but no, you no, gonna no, go. No, no, Shot the you club can't get up her pregnant and twice. then immediately go down there and start giving her oral. It's your stuff. What's immediately wrong with that? Immediately go down there and start. It's like backwash. <laughs> what? 
Jeez. Yeah, I'm not having this conversation. I learned too much about Angelina yeah. in three minutes. <laughs> this, yeah, this is what, just disgusting. What, I'm uncomfortable. Know <laughs> now I know why Khaled don't eat poom poom. This, <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, 800-585-1051. Let's talk Donald Glover. Of course, he released his video over the weekend. This is America. Let's play the record, too. All right. We got the record clean? We'll play it when we come back. We'll play it when you play now. Can we got time to play now? I will play it now, and we want to we want to know what you what what did you interpret from the video? Yes, what did you interpret from the video? Eight hundred. Uh, they should have put it at the end of the video at the end of the video. No white people were harmed in the making of this video. All right, we'll play it when we come back. Yes. We'll play it when we come back. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Childish Gambino with "This Is America." Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we're talking about the video. He just released it over the weekend. Very powerful. Went viral. We just want to know how did you interpret this video? Ooh. First of all, oh, go ahead. Y'all want to go? go ahead. I'll start with you, Yee. What, what did you think, Yee? Um, I looked at it as he was uh, representing what America is, which is we get distracted by things like dancing, and those are the videos and things that go viral, because you can see there was a part with the cell phones, too, which he references also. But there's uh, bigger things happening in this world that get brushed under the rug in the background because we're so distracted by all the entertainment that we see before us. I took it as that as well. I took it as he was being, quote-unquote, America, and, uh, you know, with the choir singing and, and them being so joyful and so soulful and so happy. and then Which was also representative of the so, so, um, Charleston, South Carolina shooting in the church. Right. And, 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 and then birthday. him shooting the choir, it made it seem like he was America representing the, the shooting of America. And also, I, I took it the same way as you did as far as, you know, we're so distracted from the dancing and everything that's going on. We forget about the big problems. And I think that was the whole concept of him running from the problems at the end. And also with the guns being treated better than the people, they make sure they put a special cloth for the gun. Someone comes and whisks it away. We care more about guns and uh, and gun laws and people being able to have guns than we do about the people that are getting killed. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I don't think either one of y'all are wrong. I thought visually it was great. It reminded me of that old X to the Z video, what you see is what you get. But yep. when I first saw the video, it did not make me feel good. You know, I think he should have had a white man shooting all the black people who were enjoying themselves having a good time I didn't like the optics of him as a black man doing it it felt like he was reinforcing the negative stereotype of black men being violent in the narrative of black on black crime especially if you're saying this is America over and over like let's show some balance right. because no black people shooting down church folks with an AK-47 alright the mass shooting problem is largely white men with the AK-47s so show me the whole totality of America and I definitely didn't like him shooting down all the black people but at the end running from all the white people let that chopper sing okay. on Vanilla Isis one time man. Well, let's, and let's... you know I kind of thought the point of it, it being him was that he was the person that was entertaining because it was his song, so I guess he was uh, carrying out all the different acts. I just don't think that most of America is smart enough to get that, especially white America, because we as black people, we can look at the deeper meaning, but if you're a white and you're watching that video, all you see is a bunch of N-words shooting a bunch of N-words. That's, that's what it does look like from the outside, because when I first seen it and I didn't hear the music and I, and I seen it on, I was like, what the hell is he doing? Exactly. But let's go to the phone lines. Now, let this this, this guy talk. Hello. Hi, how are oh, this you? Lady. Hey, mama. Now, now what, how did you interpret the video? Now, first of all, I gotta say, I had to watch that video a million times because it is so intriguing and it's so mesmerizing and the, the, he's just so artistic and just like, you know, blowing my mind. And when I saw the video, for me, it just stated that exactly what is going on. It's just like all these serious things are going on in America, people dying, you know what I mean? Um, and But yet we're focusing on, you know, the wrong things. You know, like how he's dancing and it's just like all this killing and everything is happening, but nobody is really putting focus on that. 
but we're worried about like you know the latest dances and all this kind of stuff. And weren't right? you so entertained okay. by his dancing too while you were watching it? Like, okay, look yes. at Childish Gambino go. Like, yes, like not only did he dance, he killed it. Oh, right. he was, oh, he, he was he oh, killing it. He was dancing like a bad yeah. bitch now. <laughs> no, he was, he getting, was getting it. Getting I was like, I didn't on. know Donald Glover could do all that. I was like, you look, you ain't got to have a six-pack to take your shirt off anymore either. Hello, who's this? What? Damn it. Sorry. Hello? Now, what did you? Yeah. how did you interpret the video? Okay, I love Donald Glover. I love Childish Gambino. But that video disturbed me, especially when he gunned down the choir. I wasn't expecting that. Mm -hmm. I love his art and everything, but mm -hmm. we see much, so much black pain in real life that I don't really want to see it in my music videos and my entertainment. I mean, look, so, I, I, I agree with you. I just wish he would have had a white a white man shoot down the choir because ain't no black people going up in no church with no AK-47. That is a white... The mass shootings are being done by white people with the AK-47. Exactly, and I 100% agree with you, Charlemagne, because I immediately thought of Dylan Roof, but guess what? I also looked at the comments underneath that YouTube video, and a lot of white people are taking it as black-on-black -black violence. That's what I'm telling That's you. I, 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 I told you. I the same thing. I'm telling you, white people aren't going to see the deeper meaning. White people are going to see it, and all they're going to see is the narrative of black-on-black -black crime. I, that, like, that, I, or they might see it and choose not to. No, but that's exactly they know what, what it's supposed to mean. When I first seen it, it was on Instagram. It was a snippet, and I didn't hear the music. And I'm watching. I'm like, why would he shoot another? And then I had to. They watch know it what again it's supposed to the mean. They're version. just choosing but why, to see. But, what, but see, my problem is why? Why, like why show them what they're supposed to mean? Why not give it to them plain in, in, in sight? Why not let a white person gun down the choir? Like I don't understand. And then running from the white people at the end. Like what are we protecting? Well, what eight, are we afraid of? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. How did you interpret the video? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Donald Glover's new video. Uh, this is America. And how did you interpret the video? That's what we're asking. Hello, who's this? This is Serge. Hey, Serge. How did you interpret the video, bro? I took it the same way America sees America. It's uh, pretty much the government sees us color people and minorities, nothing more than just profit margin. So what's the point? Just wipe us all out if they can. Um, explain a little bit right. more, please. It's pretty much um like the beginning of the video. He's a uh, gentleman sits out us playing an orchestra video. He tells the black guy, and then from there he comes up, shoots him by the head. That's a pretty much everyone in the higher position of power want to do to us, wipe us out, and then make sure they have a perfect society that they dream of. Pretty much in our race, perfect world, only one shade. Mm. Okay. So was Donald Trump doing the bidding of the white man, and that's why at the end of the video the white man was chasing him down because he was the last <laughs> left to kill. Hello. Oh, he's supposed to be Kanye West. What? Hello? Hello? <laughs> you know what? Not for nothing. Yeah. The first time I seen the video, I thought that was Kanye West that got shot the first one because I couldn't hear Hello. it. Why? I don't know. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Mama. Good morning. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. we can. I'm sorry. We're talking Roll your window up or I'm something. Sorry. It's a little breezy. I'm so excited. I am so excited. I'm about to wreck my car. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I honestly believe that, you know, after everything that Kanye said, this past week that uh -huh. Childish Gambino is the rapper that we should be rooting for. I mean, watching the video, I was so proud. And it was lit, just like the dancing, everything. Um, it was just a lit video and a video that I feel like we could be proud of. Um, when he gunned down the first guy and then shot the entire black choir and nothing happened right. to him after that, hey, listen. you know, that really... That really spoke to me, you know, and until he lit up that blunt, that's when people wanted to start chasing him, you know, and that really resonated with me, you know, because people do all kind of crazy stuff, you know, but when they want to smoke a little weed or do a little bit of this or a little bit of that, you know, nothing happens, especially for white people. Hey, listen, I... 
I, I like the video too, but uh, I, I don't I don't know if you want to hold up Childish Gambino as a black beacon of hope just yet. Why not? Because he has a he definitely has a white woman. Uh, Does that's, he? That's his. Oh, yeah. he, he definitely has a white yes, woman. He definitely. Yeah, he has two and, kids. And, and, and don't yeah. forget and don't forget about that poem he wrote a few years ago saying he he wish he was white. Now come on now everybody slow down pump your brakes. And you're absolutely right, Charlamagne. But still, after everything that Kanye put, after <laughs> all of the defending that I had to, you know, defend my people in my place of work and every, you know, everywhere else this past week, you know, I get to go back and show this video. The video was lit, you know, and I'm actually proud of it. It's something that I could be proud of. Don't you go in there? And sh don't the you go? Don't you go in there and show them white people a video of a black man killing a bunch of black people? Don't you? That's for us. Now. Thank you, Mama. Stop. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Kelly. I'm from Indiana. Hey, Kelly from Indiana. How did you interpret the video? Um, when I was watching the video, I had to watch it several times to, I guess, understand what he was talking about. But in me personally, when I first watched the video, I was just focusing on him dancing and not what was going on in the background. Exactly. Watching or rewatch it. And that's when, that to me, that was the message, that we get easily distracted by pop culture exactly. and not paying attention to the important messages. What really funny is I was talking to my mom the other day about this actual issue um, about the Kanye situation mm -hmm. and everyone was talking about Kanye but people aren't paying attention to the fact that Trump is still getting investigated what's going on in Puerto Rico we just totally forgot about them wag the dog right. that's, th that's why I love Donald Glover's skit on SNL the uh, Kanye place that was that was genius that yep. was very genius <laughs> right. and uh, the other thing too that people uh, that are tweeting this morning that I noticed in the background, but the pale white horse that everybody mm -hmm. should go read that book. Behold, Behold the, pale the pale horse. White horse. But uh, the pale horse in the background, followed by the police car. That was that was that was dope symbolism. Symbol, right. Whatever the hell I'm trying to say. And symbolism. then you see even the part where the kids are on their cell phones, and he says that's a celly. That part, because you know how they've been mistaking cell phones for guns. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's in there, yeah, yeah. too. Listen, man, like I said, I thought it was visually great. I just wish he would have had a white man shooting all the black people, especially in the choir, you know, because, you know, I, I didn't like the optics of him as a black man doing it. I just feel like he was reinforcing the negative stereotype of black men being violent and the narrative of black-on-black -black crime. And we all know that no black people shooting down church folks with an AK-47. The mass shooting problem is largely white men with the AK-47s. So I just wish he would have showed me the whole totality of America. And I definitely didn't like him shooting down all the black people and then running from a mob of white people, okay? Oh, right. That chopper fly on Vanilla Ice this one time. Well, check out the video if you haven't seen it. It's Great very video. interesting. A, a bunch of different jewels. <laughs> very provocative. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Hold yes. on, moral of the story. I thought you did the whole moral of the no, story. No, the moral oh, of the story that is... That wasn't the moral? <laughs> no, art is completely subjective, okay? It's up to the viewer to judge whether or not it has merit. And so, to interpret it how you want to. Exactly. We all see different things. And that's why I think it's a, a great piece of art. Now all you. right. Now, we are about to talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. She has a new show coming, and she's going to be talking to Will Smith's ex-wife, among Whoa. some other people, one woman who she had beef with, and we didn't even know it for years. Oh. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, today is a day Jada Pinkett Smith has her new show coming out. It's going to be on Facebook Watch. It's an original show which features her mom and her daughter, Willow. It's called Red Table Talk. Now, the project, she said, has been an intense journey toward my healing and my need for more authenticity from within myself. This is the year of growth for me as I take terrifying steps toward my personal freedom through experiences and discussions with my mother and daughter. Now, she talks to Will Smith's first wife, Sheree Fletcher, and here's what they said. My entry point to motherhood was co-mothering with Will's ex-wife, Cherie. Hi, darling. This is the first time I'm sitting down to talk about our journey. I call back, and I have the 
to say, quote, bitch, you living in a house I picked out. You said, it's my house now. Well, I want you to know, Will Smith, let me have it. But they always been good, though. I, I, I think I heard Will say she comes by the house. They do family barbecue. I don't know about always. If you no? listen to what they had to say, they weren't always good. Oh. I'm very interested in watching this show simply because I want to see how a talk show works on a on a platform like Facebook. Mm. And not to mention I'm a Pinkett Smith Winfrey Knows Carter, so you know I'm all in. Well, she said, I came to Facebook Watch because the discussions and process can continue even after the airing of an episode. So it's every Wednesday. Um, she said, after the Monday airings of Red Table Talk, I'll be having Facebook Live conversations where we can engage in the process of growth together in real time. Now, in addition, she also squashes some beef that she had with Gabrielle Union. Who even knew this beef was happening? Who knew? Here's what she had to say. I have a really touching episode with Gabrielle Union where we have yeah. kind of a, we haven't really been on the best of terms for 17 years and we have a reconciliation. We couldn't even remember why. I just want everybody out there to know that if you're beefing with somebody and nobody knows y'all beefing, it's not really beef. Right. right. Well, it was for 17 can, years. You can keep that to yourself. Okay? It was That's a personal years. problem that y'all two have amongst each other. Y'all all right? are really private like, for not letting anyone absolutely. know that. Like, all right. On, man. Now, G-Eazy has broken his silence over recently getting arrested. He posted, grateful and blessed to be free and safe. Happy to be in Copenhagen tonight doing what I love most. Embarrassed and apologetic beyond words about the incident. But above all, I'm so effing grateful they let me go. Craziest experience of my life. Awful night with a lot of bad luck and some even worse decisions. But like I said, I'm grateful as F to be a free man back on tour performing for the fans. Oh, salute to Jeezy. All he did was sniff a little cocaine. Well, that is against the law. I and mean, there was also is. a fight. He got into a physical altercation. That's usually what cocaine leads you to do. All right, Khloe Kardashian. looks like her and Tristan Thompson are back together again. They were spotted out to eat together. And according to close uh, friends and Us Weekly, they said that they are fully back together and she's a lot less upset about what he did to her than everyone else is. Chloe feels like the world is against Tristan. No one in the world is supporting Tristan and she's still in love with him. Well, the truth to the matter is, uh, you know, um, t- uh, what's the girl name? Chloe. They got another season to shoot. <laughs> okay? I can't let you go just yet. I got to get some camera time out of your And she was at ass. the playoffs, but what was crazy is that the girl he cheated with was sitting in those playoff tickets before she was when I guess oh boy. Chloe was having a baby. Uh, right family and friends section. Your <laughs> side chick can be your friend. Duh. Alright, Kodak Black is writing a book <laughs> in jail. He tweeted, I'm excited about this book I'm writing. I'm ready for the world to read it. So, we don't know any more details about it, but we can assume that it has to do with Kodak Black's life, which has been a little bit crazy so far. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say congratulations to Jordan Sparks and her husband Dana Isaiah. They actually welcomed their first child, Dana Isaiah Thomas Jr., according to People Magazine. Also, Tia Marie and Corey Hardrick welcomed a baby girl as well. So, congratulations to them. They have already have a six-year-old son, so now they have a little girl added to their family. Salute to them. And congratulations to Nicki Minaj. She put out two videos over the weekend. Also, Chun-Li and Barbie Tings. The two visuals for those songs came out as well over the weekend. And i just like, for the record, to say that they ain't America. All right? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. All right. Thank you, Yi, for that room report. Up next, the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear. Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, we're going to start off with This is America.